Mother's Day is just around the corner, and it's time to pamper the special mom in your life. And what better way than with the Osea's limited edition skincare sets, featuring clean, vegan, cruelty-free products that are safe for your skin and the planet. Osea is a women-founded, women-led brand that's been making seaweed-infused products for nearly 30 years. This Mother's Day, Osea has two limited edition sets that are perfect for gifting or keeping for yourself. Their advanced eye care duo brightens, awakens, and firms the skin around your eyes, while the golden glow body trio nourishes and smooths the skin all over. Both sets are packaged in giftable boxes. They're so beautiful you can skip the wrapping. And the best part? For a limited time, you can save up to $46 on Osea's sets. Plus, get free shipping. That's Mother's Day made easy. This Mother's Day, get 10% off your first order site-wide with code MOM at OseaMalibu.com. Go to OseaMalibu.com and use code MOM for 10% off site-wide. Hello, welcome back to the Villa View. It's time for a post-match pint in association with Purity Ale. If you use the code hashtag VillaView, you'll get 10% off everything that Purity have to offer, and they offer some lovely stuff. Talking of lovely stuff, Aston Villa did not offer lovely stuff at the City Ground tonight against Nottingham Forest. Nottingham Forest won, Aston Villa won, and I'm joined by Chris Dolan to dissect the game around 40 minutes after it's finished. And Dolan, it's just not good, is it? No. Everyone no, knows me. I'm positive. I'd love to come up on here and dress things up, but I cannot do it. There is nothing to show that Aston Villa are making progress at the moment. I want to see something. I want Steven Gerrard to do well, but I am not seeing anything from the football club on the pitch that's telling me that we're heading in the right direction. It's just boring, mate. It's just really boring, you know. Um, that I, I can't think of a game where I've I've been um, I've been interested. I just sit there and just sort of staring at a blank screen, you know? It's just so boring to watch, it's dire. Um, and I think, um, you know, as you said before, it's not sustainable. How, like, how is that sustainable? It's like, it, it's just, there's no game plan. Players don't look like they know what they're doing. It's slow, it's, it's, it's lazy. Players are taking two or three touches when it should be, you know, pass and move, pass and move. I think players have to take two or three touches because they get the ball and there's literally there's no, nothing in front of them. Exactly. There's no movement, you know, and it's just so slow from back to front and back to front and sideways. And it's, it honestly, mate, it is just boring. You know, it's so, so boring. And um, I don't enjoy the games at the minute. I don't look forward to them. Don't enjoy them. I sit there. I barely celebrate when we score. Barely celebrate. I just kind of go, wee, woo, you know. It's just there's nothing like. I mean, it's relief to be honest. I felt relief when we scored because it meant that we weren't going to have to chase the game. Although I didn't know what was going to happen in in the second half in terms of us trying to chase the win. But do you know what I mean? It was more relief because we were one nil down, and you think when Villa go one nil down, that's game over. They got back relatively quickly, but in that second the- half. Did we really create anything? No. Nope, and that's a, one, that's a side no. that teams will go there and they'll probably concede a lot of goals, Nottingham Forest, because First. they're not the best defensively. You look at the three centre-back or the, the defence that they had on the pitch tonight, that's a defence that Premier League teams will get at and should get at. Yeah. And or, we can't really do it. 
Spurs were awful. I mean, that, I think they're probably the worst team we've played all season. And um, either teams, either either teams could have played all night, and not one set of attacking uh, players would have created anything. But I suppose Forest have got an excuse with that, haven't they? Because you know they're cobbled this squad together, twenty-two, twenty-three, however hundred signings that they've made. You know yeah, they're not going to have patterns of play and stuff, are they? But still we pressing. probably should. You know, there's there's still pressing footballers. You know, this should this should still be good enough to carry out a plan. You know, a bit like us. Oh, I think Forest uh, did carry out the plan. I think they carried out their plan pretty much to a T. Frustrate Villa, sit back part. because you know yeah. Villa aren't yeah. going to break down. I said to you before we came on, there was a period in the second half where McGinn had the ball. He's desperately looking for something in front of him, some some kind of movement, some form of attacking shape from Villa. It wasn't there. Passes it back to Conta. Conta gives it back to McGinn. McGinn looks forward again, takes two or three touches. Nothing in front of him. Back to Conta. Conta out wide to Cash. Cash goes back to Conta. Yeah. And yeah. Nottingham Forest could sit back, half kind of make an effort to press. It's, it's a token press, really, because I'm sure they were told you don't need to press this team. They kind of half come out and press Villa, which makes Villa go back because they know that Villa aren't going to be able to have the nous to, to break them down. I'm just looking at that team and I'm thinking that shouldn't be the case with this team going forward. I've just tweeted before we've come on saying, as it stands, my belief is is that Villa carry on the way they are. They will be in a relegation fight this season. Mm. And that, mm. in two ways, I don't think that's a, that's a relegation fighting squad in terms of, I think the players are probably too good and I wouldn't like to see that team in a relegation battle, battle either. I, I think, you know, I don't think it's that type of team. That's not a dig at them. I just don't think it's that type of team. And if you look at the teams we've played, if you've watched Villa this season, just kind of searching for some form of identity, it isn't there. I want it to be. As I've said, I want Steven Gerrard to do well as Aston Villa manager because that means Aston Villa are doing well. But there is nothing there that I can say that we're moving forward at the moment. And the club's kind of made a rod for their own back when they sacked Dean Smith because they used the term continuous improvement and there isn't continuous improvement here. If anything, we've gone backwards. There's a, you could point to a couple of injuries or Gerard would point to a couple of injuries and it's fair in some ways because they they were going to be key players, Kamara and Carlos, but Kamara's only been missing for, for a couple of weeks. It's just going forward. Carragher the stats up before the game. You know, the stats going forward, that they are relegate that that, that they are relegation fight stats in terms of chances created goals it looks pretty basic to, to me that the thing we were third in was crosses because how often do we score off these crosses not very often from, from the top of my head I can't I can't think of too many too many goals that we've scored off off crosses this season and then the defensive numbers are good they've improved they've improved we have improved defensively over the last month you know you, you can't argue with that we're one of the only teams that managed to contain Haaland even though we scored I would say you know we contained him that that was the only game I've enjoyed this season. Plucky performance against Manchester City. Because I believe that the teams we've played, we should be higher in the league. And when as it goes on and we play other better teams, those results are going to come back and, and, and cost us. And that's why at the moment, I think if I had to say, are Villa going to be a top half team or are Villa going to be a bottom half team fighting against relegation? At the moment, I would have to say, more likely they'll be down the bottom fighting relegation. Mm. Um, I mean, I've... I've given got... you a lot there, sorry. Yeah, that was that was the the Bardell rant of all rants. Um, it's not a rant. I'm just telling you what what I feel and and, and what I see. Well, if you let me speak, if you let Sorry. me speak, I'll, I'll I'll try and tell you. Um, for me, I've got to start questioning the ownership now because how can anybody look at that with any kind of aspirations and any kind of um, thoughts of 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 pushing up into that top that top eight, even that top ten? 
and think the way we're playing is is acceptable. It's just not acceptable at any level. It's appalling. Um, there's something there's something just not right within. Um, you tell me the, the the players on that pitch, the top half of that pitch, we had what ninety five million pounds worth of attacking talent up front. Um, Bundia, who we've been crying out for to start, I thought was probably one of the worst players um, on the pitch. Um, to be honest, I think singling anyone out as worst players is a little bit harsh because I do think it's a collective at the moment. I think you know, I mean, I get, I under, completely understand I'm just what you're you saying I'm, into, I'm, into, I'm into, just, into blind alleys, but there's nothing going on up top. There's just, yeah, there's, I'm just, in, I'm just yeah. I'm just, I'm just telling you how I see how, how I saw it tonight. You know, um, Watkins looks shot to bits. I mean, he looks he looks completely void of any kind of confidence. And it's interesting. You look at the captaincy and Gerard took the captaincy off Mings to improve his game. But what he's done is he's destroyed the game of John McGinn because McGinn again just looks terrified. He looks terrified to make a mistake, and he looks like he's carrying the world on his shoulders. Uh, I genuinely feel for McGinn at the moment. I do. I do because he's a top. He's been a top player for us. He's been a top servant, pound for pound. We've said probably one of the best, one of the best buys we've we've ever we've ever made. Um, and that captaincy is just it's just weighing too heavy on him. You know, you think I mean, even last season when I don't think he was on top of his game by any stretch of the imagination, John McGinn, that header. I I don't think he tries and yeah. heads heads that last season. I think Mate, for, but but for Scotland, for Scotland, he's 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 putting his boot through that. And I, I this is what I can't understand. Like for Scotland, he's putting his boot. Through that, that's, that's hitting that's hitting the roof of the net. But he, he, just the whole the whole team as a, as, a, as a collective. I mean, the, the the one thing you can say, bar the shambolic defending for their for their goal, I thought the back four were good against it. I thought Cash came in. I thought he was very good. I thought Young was outstanding. Young's been our best player over the last month, but by some distance. Um, you know, when when Dania comes back fit, for me, Young has to keep his place because he's been that good. Um, so, so you know, Dingy won't get back into that team when he's fit. I think Young has to be on the pitch at the moment as a lieutenant, oh, yeah, as a I, leader I, at Aston Villa. I think he I has agree. to be on that pitch somewhere, even if it was to be in the front three. I think yeah. Ashley Young has to be in the team for Aston Villa yeah. at the moment. And it's just frustration. I mean, there was moments tonight when you know I thought Luis was lucky to stay on the pitch. Oh, I know. Uh, you should do that red card. You know what is he thinking? Um, even Ramsey lost it. Lost it's frustration because they know the team's yeah. not playing well. Complete frustration, and you know what are we going to hear again from Gerard after the game? It's on us. It's on the coaches and staff. We're going to have to go away. We're going to have to work on patterns of play. You know, we're unbeaten in four. You know, we're hard to beat. We're pragmatic. We've got to roll our sleeves up. All the same, all the same shite we, 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 that we heard under Bruce, that we heard under McLeish, we heard under Lambert. You know, all the same garbage that we've been that, that we've been hearing for the last for the last sort of ten years. And I mean, if that's if that's us going back to basics, I mean, Christ Almighty! I mean, it is it is hard to watch. It I, just, really I saw it described as brutal on Twitter. We're yeah, brutal, brutal going forwards, and it's, it's probably fair. And the system doesn't work. This this narrow this narrow um, sort of tippy tappy playing, you know, with the fullbacks as 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 our as our kind of you know as our outball as our as our width. It just, there are attacking outlets supposedly in the system. It doesn't work. You know, I saw a stat tonight. We had sixteen crosses. I think one out of the out of the sixteen actually was successful. I think that was the the. the the Watkins header at the back post when Henderson made a, a half save, which is the only thing he, he did all night, apart from pick the ball out of, out of the net for Ashley Young. But either keeper, I mean, Martinez made that made that um, sort of save for the cameras. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and then Henderson Henderson got down for Watkins header, and that was that was it. That was it. We did not create a single thing all night, and we didn't, and we never looked like creating a single. There was a, a brief thing. flurry after we scored. We had the goal disallowed, obviously. There was a, a brief flurry where suddenly it felt like a little bit of confidence appeared. But I don't. I think the confidence thing is. I think the players are yeah. suffering. And I'm I'm going to get panned for, for saying this, right? But at the minute, for the football club, draws are no good. You know, I'd rather I'd rather lost that game tonight. Well, I'd no, lost no, that I game. never would rather lose. No, no, I'm not saying I want to lose. I'm not saying I want to lose. You did but... just say I'd rather, I'd rather have lost that game tonight. You yeah, did just say that. It, I think I know right, what you're trying to say. It's just, it's, it's, it's just delaying the inevitable. You know, it is just, it is so hard to watch. We are nowhere near where we need to be. We have gone backwards since Dean Smith left. Um, you know, it is, it, it, it is painful at the minute. And uh, it shouldn't be like this. And I, like I said at the start of my my um, at the start of my discussion there, I've got to look at the owners um, because if I'm if I'm this if I'm Squires and Edens, I and I have Perzo in charge. Well, it's on them. The buck stops with the owners, and nothing's being done about it. And from what I can see, at the minute, the day to day running of the, of the football club is Perzo trying to save face and Gerard trying to save face, and they're both trying to keep each other in a job you know and we aren't playing for the fans we aren't playing um you know attractive football what we're doing is playing to save Stephen jar's job that's what we're doing like there's no there's no sense there's no sense of of improvement there's no, there's no sense of let's create a dna and a, and a you know let's create patterns of play and let's be fluid let's be hard to beat let's let's you know let's let's really really go go at it and give it a go and, and put a show on for the fans at the minute, it's lads. We just can't lose. We can't lose the game, and we play not to lose. We don't play to win. We play not to lose. Yeah. Turgid. I yeah, I think you've raised a couple of valid valid points there. I would say you know all this pragmatic stuff that, that you mentioned before. I understand it to an extent because you're trying to become hard to beat because you you want to win games. But now we've won one in four, and really the, those last two Leeds. I mean Leeds was there for the absolute taking. Tonight was probably there for the taking as well because it was a, you know, it was a poor outfit. No disrespect to them, but it was a poor outfit we were playing against. And I, you know, I've said the same. I think at the moment it, it does. I mean, look, we'll never know for fact, but it feels like the way we are playing at the moment is to protect Stephen Gerrard's reputation in terms of in terms of like how many games he's lost, rather than trying to move Aston Villa forward. I don't think. Even you know, even if we'd have won a couple of games, maybe if we'd have won one of these these games in the in the last in the last week or so. I still don't think it's sustainable moving forward. No. I don't think what we're doing moves Aston Villa forward. Yes, we might be putting a few points on the board, but long term, this isn't going to make us better because you've you've gone away from the philosophy that you were trying to implement. So it's almost like a sign of that that philosophy wasn't going to work. But then you strip it right back down to basics. But really, that isn't going to work either. Yes, as I say, we, we picked up a few points, but that isn't going to work either. It's it's not sustainable. I need to find another word to use because I keep using that same well, word. What were we playing again? So I, I was I was trying to work it out. So we had a back four at the end. We had then Don- I mean, God knows what we were playing at the end. Four four two, I think. And then we had Buendia, uh, and then we had probably in behinds Ings, and then we had probably Watkins and Archer on on. Your guess is as good as mine. It I felt mean, to me four four two. Watkins was on the left wing, and Buendia was on the right wing. Archer and he was up front, but I could be wrong. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. But when managers are doing things like that, that tells you usually 
that they're, they're out of ideas. We, we, we've seen other managers, this isn't just a Steven Gerrard thing, we've seen other managers at Aston Villa do similar things to what Steven Gerrard did in the last 10, 15 minutes tonight. And it's yeah. never worked. It's yeah. not anything that's ever yielded any success. You know, you're throwing all your attacking players on. But then even then, if you've worked on stuff in training all week, you haven't worked on that. Absolute no. fact, you haven't worked no. on I mean, that. I was waiting, I, I, I was waiting for Chris Samba to, 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 to appear and, and, and be chucked up front, you know. It's... Um, I mean, it, it's. I've just seen the comments there from his interview. I've, I've paused Sky at the minute, so I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll watch. I'll watch the, the post match stuff afterwards. But um, it's the same drivel, the same sound bites. Again, show me proof that it's going to change. It's like I said at, at the start of the season before the Bournemouth game. You, everyone's you know going on about top six and top eight and all this nonsense. And I said, like, well, well, give me some evidence to back your theory. Where is the evidence? You did. That, you thought it was fair. Yeah. Where is the evidence that we're going to finish uh, in the top? Listen, we, we may finish top half, but it's very. We could have gone ninth if we'd have won tonight. Where is the evidence that we are going to improve and make a challenge and do what the clubs have said that we want to do? Because I don't see it, and there's been no evidence in the last 10, 12 years. And again tonight, Gerard, there's no evidence that, that, that these players will click. Because if you're if you're going to play the same players, the same formation. But he doesn't do that, does it? He plays the same formation, but he doesn't. I don't think we've had the same front three any any games in a row this season. But nothing's going to change. I mean, you change every you, game. You put Monday. Billy in there, he's he's non-existent. You put Bundy in there tonight, he was non-existent. You've got Watkins on, uh, up there on his own, he's feeding on scraps, and he looks he looks his confidence looks shot to bits. You throw an Archer, well, I mean, he he's he's barely kicked the ball. Danny Ings again just runs around with his head down, looks completely lost. Um, so, so, so again, how is it going to change? Where, I, there's nothing Coutinho. I mean, oh, Coutinho is the biggest worry for me at the moment, I mean, along with along with McGinn, because I think McGinn is like you say, unbelievable. I, he, 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 I just feel I just feel for McGinn so much at, yeah. at the moment. The captaincy yeah. just added an extra layer of responsibility on him, and you know he's become the scapegoat now as well. Like Mings was last season when when he was yeah. captain. I, I don't think I don't think there should be a scapegoat in terms of the players at the, at the moment because I think collectively. It's not good enough that it just all, all around from the club on the pitch at the moment is not good enough. I mean, there's a stat just being given to me here. Villa's XG of 0.72 is mm. the lowest of anyone against Forest this season. Yeah. And the seventh yeah, yeah. time in nine games this season in which Villa's XG was under one. So that that, yeah. that cannot be that can't be dressed up. No, it can't. You can talk about the XG in the last game against Leeds, but that that's there in black and white going forward. We won't be only be in a relegation we're, battle we're, with that. We're, we'll go down if that continues. We are going nowhere, and we're going nowhere fast. And uh, my old man said, who I've got a lot of respect for, they put a tweet up earlier on. I don't know if Adam can find the tweet, but it was regarding, um, you know, prices on everything being bumped up on merch, on tickets. Everything's gone up. Everything has gone up um, in terms of price. But, yeah, we have drastically gone down, you know. And, yes, I understand football is, to an extent, a business, and it is important because we need to bring in revenue, we need to make money and we need to be sustainable. And I understand that these players and well, especially managers, you know, their, you know, their job still was still on the line. You know, these people still have, have, you know, families and they've still got, you know, they've still, they've, they've, they've got, got bills to pay, but you should not, you know, you can't expect to, to charge football fans what we charge for merchandise tickets and all the rest of it, and serve up that shite, you know, because it's not on, you know. And again, 
it's a bit like tonight, you know, the money that the, 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 the money, the time, the effort to, to, you know, to take a day off work and then go down spending a couple of hundred quid per game. It's like, if I was going to a restaurant and I was being charged 80, 80 pound, uh, 80 pound a go for shit service and shit food, I'm not going to go back. I'm just not going to go back. It's as simple as that. But yet, it's obviously, football that, team is it's just a niche thing, isn't it? There's nothing else in the world that, that works this way. Exactly. But at the minute, I really, really dislike my football club. I dislike. I really dislike it. You know, and I've not, I've not had a dislike for that football club since the days of um, of sort of Steve Bruce. And then you look back before with Tony Jay. That, was, that wasn't that long ago. I know it wasn't, but at the, you know, but under this under this ownership generally it's been it's been very very positive and and um you know D- dean smith dean smith did a did a phenomenal job and it just shows you how important it is in bringing the players and, and the fans and the club together um, he was the he was the glue to me i'm not saying he that he shouldn't have, shouldn't have got this i mean yeah. i personally at the time was a big supporter of him but when he got the sack i accepted it and tried yeah. to get behind the new man that came in yeah. but i think there is something fundamental that Dean Smith was the glue in the middle of everything that that kept it all kept it all together, and he was one he was one of us. He but he was obviously you know he had he had he had the ear of the board and the other people working at the club. He he did kind of amalgamate it all together, and it's a shame because I do genuinely believe the club has done so much good in the last two three years with the fans with with everything as a club in the whole the way they were operating. I genuinely believe they've done so so much good, but it's kind of been lost. In the, in the last yeah, 12 months. The ticket the ticket stuff and the, and the prices, on the tickets specifically, I would say, Villa have always been very, very fair with the ticket prices. There's never been a, a massive hike in my time and in my season ticket, for example. I've had my season ticket for 27, 28 years now. And there's never been a huge hike on it except for when I, when I turned 18 or whatever it was when it, when it changed from a junior to an adult. The timing's crap because the way the world is at the moment is absolutely ridiculous. The state of this country is probably the worst it's been in my life from, mm. from what I remember. Obviously, I'm an adult now. I've been a child in the past, but you know the state of the, the country is terrible. Villa have rose those prices at a time when a lot of people who want to go to football will be struggling financially. And unfortunately for the club, as I say, I think they've always been very reasonable. If you time that with the time when the club's not doing well on the pitch, then questions are, are going to be asked. And we're not doing well on the pitch. You know, if we were losing games, but the fans were... I mean, football is a results business, but the problem is at the moment, we're not really getting results. And we're not we're playing just, well either. So there's nothing. Just, it's all come together to be the perfect storm. But yeah, the, I mean... Perfect storm. We're, we're, we're not doing anything. I mean, we, we have no identity. And yes, we're unbeaten in four, but we've picked up, what, uh, three, four, what, five points, six points out of a possible... My the basic math here is all over the shop. Yeah, all over the place. I mean, you wouldn't think I work for a you know ten billion pound business, but um, people will be getting cheap fashion fashion uh, garments for the for the last couple of years. But, um, but yeah, I mean, it's it is it, it, there's no identity, and and it, it's just dull to watch, and I'm just bored and fed up, and and you know, it's the one, it's that one thing in your life that that you look forward to, and, and those three points as a Villa fan for me always feel like we've won the FA Cup, you know, three points for me just are, the, it's just the best feeling in the world, you know, and, and your week's much better and you're, and you're, you're, you know, you feel better and, and you, you know, you've got a spring in your step and I know there's more to life than football, but, but that's but, the problem, but, you know, when we beat Southampton, I don't think many people did feel like that. No, and this is the thing, like I sat there and went, that was appalling. And even tonight, if we had a sc- snatched the last minute winner, you, you would have looked at that and went, again, it's not sustainable. As you say, like 
it is not sustainable and it's delaying the inevitable and I at the minute I have to question the hierarchy I mean um, Persu's gone very quiet all of a sudden not a peep out of him you know well, the they guy- had this AGM thing a few weeks ago I've not really seen much of, of what no, was said there's not many people that went to that I've but- barely anything there's just obviously talk about the crest and all that all that, all that nonsense but I mean when things are going well Persu was the first to sit down in front of um, AV, AVF, uh, AVTV and um he, you know, when it's going well, he's he's happy to to be the face of the club. But he is he is he's a bit like Liz Trust, you know. He's um he's hiding. He's gone missing, and um and our club at the minute is it's a it's a shit show um from from top to bottom, and um you know it it, it we're very very unlikable, and our manager is very unlikable, and I think he's. You know, over the years has come across very well in the media. I would say he mm. he seems a shadow of his former self in interviews. It's he, it's almost like he, he's lost something. He's lost that bit of X factor, that that bit of spark. He feels very downtrodden with with what he's saying, the way he's speaking. I don't believe that he is like that. The way he's in interviews at the moment, you know, I've never really spent any time with him, so I can't again can't say for fact. But he, he's not coming across in the way that I remember him coming across. As, as a player or even as a manager, the bits I saw of him at range, you know, I watched so much David Gerrard content before he got the job. Mm. I knew he was getting the job. But mate, it's Rangers, the mate, way it's he's coming Rangers. across now is he's, he's because he's under pressure. But mate, Rangers, he's struggling. You're, you're going to have you're you're going to have a sixty five percent win ratio when you when you manage Celtic or Rangers. You just are. I mean, I'm a job was managing Rangers. He was managing Rangers. Uh, uh, against a team managed by Neil Lennon, and that was probably one of Celtic's worst worst squads in in many many years. If Jorg goes up the Rangers now and faces off against this the, this current Celtic squad, they're getting back. Sounds no. And and Pasta Cogley, they're getting they're getting they're, they're getting battered. You know, and, and that's that's a fact. So um, you look at what he's done up in Scotland, mate, and you know, listen, I'm. I'm I'm Irish. I understand Celtic. And I understand Rangers. I understand how it works, and um, I can manage. I can manage up in Scotland. You know, I can manage Celtic and Rangers. It really is, isn't difficult. Um, you're essentially you're essentially managing four games a season, um, and that's the that's the derby, and that's it. Um, so, yeah, it is. Um, it's turgid. It is rank, and I am properly properly bored. Um, of 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 everything I'm saying, and that yeah, that is that's how I feel at the minute. And I, I probably speak for a large majority of the fan base when everybody says this can't continue. It can't continue, and it's clearly a bad match. It's clearly a bad fit. And um, you know, the club if the club have any ambition, then they need to act because um, our next game against Chelsea at home. I mean. That'll be, I mean, God knows what that'll be like. Uh, Potter, Potter, they reinvigorate all of a sudden. Now. Potter will play Potter ball, and we'll get, and we'll probably get blown in in the Timbuktu. And, and um, I mean, we did beat Brighton twice last season under Gerard. In fairness, I know Chelsea's a different beast. Yeah, and yeah. this is what I'm saying about the fixtures. I look at those fixtures there, and Chelsea at home, tough game. Fulham away, we're largely not very good at Fulham, as me and you know, because we've been together many times and you'll be pleased to know that we are going there next Thursday together so we can completely write that one off. Brentford, again, the impossible for us to do anything against Brentford. Newcastle are really on the rise at the, at, yep. at the moment. You know, that's a football club that's set alight 
at, at the moment flying. Everyone's on the same hymn. Everyone's singing from the same hymn sheet. Everyone's aligned, all moving in the right direction. And then Manchester United, I mean, we haven't had a great record against them either. So I look at those next five games, and this is where I'm saying the points we've picked up from the games we've had so far, fixtures, I, mean, look I, at think we'll, I believe at the moment, if things stay as they are, we will be in a relegation fight. Look at that. And people say, oh, yeah, we were only, we were only three points away from ninth. Yeah, but it's easier, easier said than done. I mean, we're, we're going to get nowhere near ninth if we carry on playing the way we're playing. You know, we're going to get nowhere near that, that, that top half. And again, this is going to be another season of us flirting around 13th, 12th, 15th, 16th, you know, pissing about with the, um, are we going to get relegated? Are we not going to get relegated? Martinez is going to go and have, a, have an amazing World Cup. He's probably going to win the World Cup of Argentina. He'll be off next summer and it'll just be like a complete waste of four years in, in the Premier League. A complete waste. Um, we've, we're going to have to rip it up again and, and start again um, unless we act fast because you're telling me that that squad of players aren't capable of of a top half finish. I think in the right system, that team should be capable of top 10. At least, in my that's Every my opinion. Every single player's done it at other clubs. Yeah, you come to Villa and it, it seems to be some kind of poison chalice. Um, Coutinho is the biggest one for me at the yeah. moment, and like I said, along with a few others. But you, I'm, I'm not singling him out to have a dig at him. I'm just saying we know what a good footballer Philip Coutinho is. There's no doubting Philip Coutinho's ability. But you watch him for Villa; he's not involved in games. Nothing. No. Because there's no, the system does not get get anything out of him, and yet no. we still we're not changing it. And people say, you know, he's a world class player. I don't care what anyone says. Well, people were saying last year about Coutinho, and you know, he didn't have the, maybe the quality of players around him. But you take what he's doing in isolation, set pieces. He can't even beat the fucking, you know, the first man on the wall. He had a he had a chance there when he cut inside, and he just blazed it over the bar. So these are these are chances that Coutinho's having. Because he's snatching, because he knows that's the only chat shot he's going to have in the game. Well, exactly. But even his even his even his quality from 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 dead balls from free kicks has been awful. And the, and, you know, and the club put this content out every week of, of you know these four players ping them into the top bins and you know one twos and little little dinks and little flicks. That's all well and good in training, but uh, you bring on day match day and they all just they all just play with within themselves. Um, and I would just love to know what Gerard says to them before going out, and uh, you know, before the game, and then at halftime, I would love to know what he says. You know, because it sounds to me like don't lose it, lads. It's like, don't, don't go and win it. Just don't lose it. You know, and there's there's you no- never say don't win it, but I understand your point. I mean, you know I mean, I mean don't it's, lose it's it. clear from his it's clear from his interviews, pre match and post match at the moment, that there is a safety first element there. He would argue that that probably has to be there because we were too open. That, 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 you know, that's a fact. We were we were way too open, but we just don't look like we're ever going to score. No. Ashley Young's pulled Ash, Ashley Young's pulled out a moment of brilliance tonight. Yeah. That isn't that isn't going to happen every week. No. As much as I love Ashley Young, that isn't going to happen every week. And yeah. the fact that you know our top scorer is about eight or nine players on one. Yeah, I mean, goals win your games, not clean sheets. Goals win your games, not clean sheets, and. It's something I had thought as well, and Carragher, Carragher brought it up actually on uh, the start of Monday Night Football. Like you look at the managers that he's worked with or played under, sorry, I should say, um, and you're, you you see Julie and Benitez, and they're hardly they're hardly regarded for their uh, you know world class attacking attacking football. Um, so you look at someone who's had a mentor um, and his mentors have largely been very kind of defensive style managers 
And then you look at someone like Arteta, who's learned from Pep, and you can just see the clone, the clone that is uh, Arteta, like the way the way he his team play, the way he is on the touchline, his demeanor, his passion, his enthusiasm. You know that that comes from 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 Pep Guardiola, and um, and then Guardiola obviously got his from 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 Cruyff. So it's it's. It, it it's just it's yeah. There's nothing more I can say on it at the minute, mate. Like my my takeaways from tonight are that we are atrocious to watch, um, boring, and I really at the minute, like I said, dislike the football club. I've I've got a real dislike for Aston Villa football club at the minute, and um, yeah, nothing's going to change unless unless the club changes and unless the club get their act together. Um, and that is and that is it, you know. And I think the thing with with Borat at the minute is, when you have a manager that's essentially won the feet away from 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 the sack, as you say, yeah. it's well. Not... I don't know whether he's won the feet away from the sack, but I would say well, that he's he's won, won always won the feet away from the fans wanting him to go. And I think I, I believe I don't know how true it is. I believe the fans were chanting for him to go at the end of the game in the okay. in the away end from from what he says on Twitter. Yeah, well, we'll see about that. But um, but that's yeah, always if you know what's happened, you're in trouble. Yeah, and you know it's like per Ashley Priest got a got a got an air uh, full last week and and asked why Archer wasn't coming on and what does he do this week? He puts Archer on, so it's almost in a way he's like he was almost putting Archer on to keep Priest happy. And when you try and again, nah, he wasn't doing that. He wasn't, well, wasn't doing I mean, it's, is it a coincidence or is it? A coincidence? There, there, there wasn't much context behind that. I'm not, I mean, look, I'm coming here and criticizing the way Villa are being managed at the moment, but. It's only fair to say that I know someone that was in that press conference, and when you see those quotes in in written form rather than you know with a bit of context when you when you were there, it wasn't as bad as what's been made out. Okay. Because he'd asked about Archer on Friday, and he asked about Archer again on Sunday. Jim Gerald was was making a joke. Are you related to Cameron Archer? Which I don't think there's anything wrong with. We can't lambast him for not having a personality and then, you know, criticise him for, for stuff like that. When something's there in, in text form, it looks a lot worse than, than it was if you were actually there. And, and to listen to it, that, that, again, so I've been told by someone that was at the press conference. I think, you know, stuff like that's a bit out, not from you, stuff like that I think is a bit a bit out of order because mm-hmm. it, it's been taken completely out, out of context. And I, I don't think that's fair. You know, we're sitting here and giving our opinions on the team at, at the moment, the way they've been managing, we're saying it's not good enough, but... You can't just slam him for it for everything. I, I, I don't think that's fair. Fair enough. No, that's, that's a fair point. Yeah. That's a fair point. But yes, again, when things are when things aren't going well, everything. everything yeah, of course. Heightens. It's natural. You know, I'm, I'm I would say I'm always quite tame for a football fan in general, and and Villa try and be reasoned, and I never, not I probably have done it a couple of times, but you know, I never launch into anyone or call for anyone to get the sack. But I am worried. At the, at the moment, by Aston Villa on the pitch, and I don't, I don't see where the improvement's coming from at, at the moment under under Steven Gerrard. I want to, but I just do not see it at all. I'm con- I'm concerned about the direction we're heading. That expected goal stat, mm. seven out of nine mm. under one for expected goals. Mm. There's no dressing it up. There, mm. there just isn't anything you you can say. And I mean, are we getting worse going forward week, week by week? Is it? Yeah, just I, thought, I thought we looked most dangerous against Manchester City going forward. It's the most dangerous I think we've looked, which is bizarre. It just shows you that the the money doesn't buy doesn't buy you quality. You know, like that hundred million that we that we um, got from Jack. I mean, he's clearly he's just he's he's just irreplaceable for us. And the, the whole football club has suffered from the loss of Jack Grealish. People say, "Oh, you got to let it go. You got something going on about him," but we yeah, haven't recovered from it. We haven't. It's there for everyone to say. 
We haven't recovered from it. Not recovered from it. Too uh, much was built around him as well, and that wasn't sustainable. It turns out you yeah. can't build everything around one man. It doesn't work. Exactly, and I just think the whole the whole window. I mean, I think the, the best window we had was when, was when we brought in Martinez, Cash, and Watkins. That was a, that was a great window. Um, so a measured window that was. Second season was was very very good, and obviously the reason we tailed off mainly was because of Jack's injury. You know that. that yeah, if he doesn't get injured, I think we're probably eighth, seventh, probably, eighth that season. Yeah, probably. You know, when you finish the season beating Chelsea, beating Tottenham and Chelsea, and, and you, you know you're looking you're looking pretty pretty handy. Um, oh, my TV's gone off pause um you better go and sort that out uh yeah just give me you you yeah you chat for, well, nothing can, for a second who, you, you chat for a second who am i going to chat to oh look at the start of it yeah apologies for anyone tuning into this because it is pretty depressing i'm not not enjoying it myself but i think it's important this this time to, to be realistic and i've said before i'm not someone who comes on here and is unreasonable or cause people out or you know people will would accuse i think i've been accused of toxic positivity earlier i don't think i've been positive at any point this this season i think i've been i've been quite critical probably the most critical i've ever been actually on the villa view all the way through this season and you know accumulated in tonight where i'm just saying i don't see how how we move forward and Dolman obviously feels the same and lots of people feel the same Twitter, I would say as well, usually social media is pretty unreasonable and obviously there's always going to be a couple that are unreasonable. I think this time last year, some of the stuff that was being said about Smith was really harsh. Mm. I didn't like it. I'm not saying too much that I can disagree with yeah. on Twitter this season. Obviously, there's always a few idiots. But generally, I think people, everyone's largely fan, from the fan base singing from the same hymn sheet. They're not being unreasonable. No. They're not being horrible. They just think it's not working. And I think you know, if we're sat there thinking that, There'll be very few that aren't thinking the same way, yeah. you know, because we, you know, we hear stuff of what's going on at the club. You know, we speak, speak to people, not really feeling from anyone that it, that it's going the right way, and it's it's hard. Ex players, it's, it's it's difficult. You know, people that work in football, it's it's difficult to see where we're going at this current trajectory, other than a relegation fight, and that is not good enough, and that isn't continuous improvement. Whatever anyone's, mm. I don't think realistically. We were going to be in a dogfight last season. We had an awful run, five games. Dean Smith didn't know his best team. But we're certainly not be- a better team now. We're worse. Spent we're a worse. few more quid. We're worse. I think. I think we've we've got worse under under George. So this progressive this progressive improvement um, and this that as he said this no excuse culture that he that he wanted to bring into the into the club. Um, you know, it, it, Rangers fans warned us about. Beal. and I know with Beal, you know, last season we weren't great towards the end, but a lot of Rangers fans warned us that it was the Michael Beal show and, and he was he was the catalyst behind everything and uh, I know for a fact Jar doesn't he doesn't take training, you know. And I think even Martinez it's pretty clear the villa operate in a different way to any other club, which yeah. in itself I think is that innovative. Martinez even said on that uh, with an interview with Foster that, that Beal was like a second manager and, and him going clearly has been a huge um, you know, it's been a huge confidence dampener for for Gerard, and and uh, clearly Critchley has come in, and it hasn't even you know I don't I don't know what style he's trying to what style he's trying to implement, but whatever he's bringing in because uh, from again what I gather the sessions Monday to Friday during the week are, are they're all him, it's all him, so it's essentially Gerard's the overseer. He's got a lot of coaching staff, so there's a lot of coaching staff working on different facets of the game. Gerard oversees it all and he's the man manager and I'll say it again from what I understand the players don't dislike Gerard at all 
you, I, I, I saw on the pitch, it's not even like they're not playing for him. I don't, I don't think it's that. I just think they don't know what, what they should be doing, which is wrong in itself. It just doesn't look like a team that's well coached. At the you, yeah. I mean, that's, it's not a fact, but you know, the, the eye test is Aston Villa do not look like a team that is well coached at the moment, no. anywhere near it. And people say, some people would say in general football, who don't watch Villa everywhere, you've got to, you know, these things don't happen overnight. You've got to give time. Look at Arteta now. You know, Arsenal fans have had to go through a lot of pain and it's still might all fall apart. But they've had to go through a lot of pain to get to this point now where they are. But Arteta won the FA Cup in his first season. I would say there's always at least been an element of identity and you could see what Arteta was, was trying to do. He'd talk about what he wanted to do. I don't know what Villa are trying to do and it's not translating on the pitch at, at all. And like I said, that, again, I've said a few things of the most worrying thing, but Villa don't look like a team that are well coached in yeah. the slightest. And that's alarming after 12 months. Yeah, it is. It is. And like I say, it's not fans that have, um, that have, that have heightened the expectation. It's not, it's not us as a fan base that have, that are, that are, um, you know, thinking ab- uh, above our state. Mm-hmm. Club, it's the club and the manager that have said this. I don't think expectations are sky high. We're, I think top top half in a cup run. I don't, I don't think that's unreasonable. But we're waiting. We're waiting to see what they have told us they're going to offer. You know. You know. We're we're, we're still waiting to see it. And Perzo's Perzo's statement, which we've mentioned before, when Smith got sacked again, he's made he's made a rod for his own back. Um, Gerard bang on about give me a preseason, give me a preseason. Club put a lot of credence on preseason. Yeah, oh, arguably, arguably the preseason was a disaster. And for me, I thought the transfer window was shocking as well. Um, and I don't think it was shocking because I think they did bring in two I real high it, quality players. No, I think it was shocking. I think it was shocking, and there wasn't enough money spent. And we didn't still didn't address the issue. Still haven't got a goal scorer. Um, I still didn't bring in a quality. We have got two goal scorers. Watkins is. Watkins has scored a fair few goals across the last two not, seasons, and Danny Ings has not, scored not, a lot of Premier League not, goals. Yeah, but not for Villa. Ings hasn't done it. For- yeah, not for Villa, sure. But you know, his goal contributions over the time he's been at the club are pretty good in terms of goals and assists. You know, Ings is, is pretty pretty good. The problem is it doesn't all fit together. And that's the biggest <laughs> problem. Jack Grealish left, played left wing for Villa. We didn't sign a left winger. Yeah. We didn't sign a left sided player. Coutinho's playing there at the moment. Is he playing as a number ten? Is he playing as a left sided midfielder? I, I don't know. I just don't know. I can't tell. And again, that tells me that we're not well coached. Yeah. And I'm just, I'm concerned. I'm more than concerned. Sarah all night and go over the same points and the same points and go over the same, the same, you know, cover all ground. But the facts are, it is, um, it is, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty grim. It's, it's, it's a pretty grim watch. And um, I don't think, I don't think these are bad players. I, I genuinely don't think that. And I don't, they're but not. Yeah, but, but we say that, uh, you know, obviously, and I said it as well, like all of these players should are good enough to, to break into the top half, but are they clearly, maybe they're just not, maybe they're just not good enough as a as a collective, as a unit, maybe they're just not good Collectively, enough. Collectively, we're, we're miles off it at the moment. That includes the coaching staff, manager, players from the club in general. We're, we're, not, we're not good at the moment. You know, you can't say that we are. You know, and people say, oh, you know, we lost Carlos and we lost Kamara. Well, Carlos, we got beat by Bournemouth and we got beat by... by Palace, I believe Carlos was still on the team at that point. No, then, he was out by then. It was Everton then, was the second game of the season. He was he, he played one and one and, and well, he played pretty much two games. Carlos Camara's pretty much played eighty yeah. percent this season. And but you can say he's a good player. Yeah, definitely a good player. But I mean, 
don't think that if he was still, still on that pitch, then we would have won the Leeds or, or won the or won, or won the game tonight. Because again, there was no evidence to, to back that up. Because when he was when he was playing, we were still still shocking. So, um, yeah, I don't know, man. I just kind of just kind of want to log off now, go and watch a film or something, you know. It's quarter past eleven. If you start a film now, you're going to be going to bed every. I'm day. off this week. I'm off. I'm off all week. It's, it's my birthday, yeah. Friday. So no, I've got the week off. I'll stop yeah. policing your bedtime then. Thanks, man. Yeah, I mean, we are we are probably repeating ourselves. It's hard to do these try after a game. It's hard to do hard to do them at any point at the moment. Another thing I will say is that you know because I've done a lot of general football stuff over the last few years, I have a following that now isn't just Villa fans, and I'm having a lot of fans tweet me from other teams saying Villa are the worst team in the league to watch. Mm-hmm. That's usually a decent barometer. If other if other teams fans are saying that to you yeah. again, you know you know there's something wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I have, I don't know. I no enjoyment out of coming on there and talking about my club being poor. Absolutely zero enjoy, enjoyment at all. It's not what I like doing. I feel like I've done it too much. Wouldn't it be great to get Perzo on on this on this channel? You know, just what, it wouldn't happen. Just get. Wouldn't it be great to get somebody from the club on this channel just to talk to us? Mm, the yeah, it will never happen. But wouldn't it? But, but it should happen. I mean, it should happen. If I'm if in I'm, fairness, I don't think it happens at many clubs. But well, I'm just saying, mate. At the minute, at the minute, we don't know what's going on in the club, and we don't know what's going on behind the scenes. And what what we can see on the pitch tells us that behind the scenes is an absolute shit show. Um, and the communication at the minute is 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 non-existent. You know, there's nothing from the club in in any way. All we're getting is these ridiculous training videos and happy birthday tweets and you know all smart again i would say that's normal for a club that isn't do that, I know that it isn't is, just villa it's normal it is i know it is but it's not normal how dreadful we are on the pitch so at least try and change up a little bit at least give us something you know at least come out just you, you know fans right fans are very we are as football fans we're very very easily easily pleased right all it takes is a little quote or a little message from the owner saying listen guys you know what we understand that it's not big enough and we're doing all we can, blah, 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 blah. A little statement to come out and say, listen, we acknowledge, we acknowledge what's going on here and we're all we're all pulling in, in the same direction. Just some kind of garbage like that. Because that'll that'll again, that'll give you then a, a it's garbage, that's what everyone would do, so that's why they don't do it. But nobody you know does it. I mean? Like nobody really does that. But why not? Why not just come out and say something? Because there's nothing. We're getting nothing from from the players and we're getting nothing from the club, yet we're still piling in, you know hundreds of thousands of pounds on a weekly basis and we're getting nothing back from anyone and i just think wouldn't it be nice wouldn't it wouldn't it be refreshing that if, if somebody came out and said something and there was a there was a little there was a little quote or a, or a, a an update from the club some kind of update just on what on what where we're at that's all that's all i guess that was what Perzlo was doing the other day at the agm but i've got to say i've seen very little from it no, i've seen a few bits tidbits that people have, have tweeted yeah. but you know someone put something on twitter you don't actually know whether whether it's true or not, and I don't know, I don't know. It's not good. Let's let's call it. Let's go. Let's call it. Thank you to Purity for continuing to sponsor us. If you use the code hashtag #VillaView, you will get ten percent off everything that they have to offer. We'll give a one last shout out. You know, for all that we're talking about the club, the bad stuff going on at the club at the moment. There's a lot of good going on with the Villa Foundation. They're always mm-hmm. doing the best for the people of Birmingham and in the name of Aston Villa. Some great people there. So I took part in the big sleep out on Friday. Slept rough. It was Villa Park in the Trinity Road concourse. Mm-hmm. You know, it was horrible. What's your tail? 
teeth. Watching Tails brush his teeth. Tails brush his teeth. You know, that was the highlight of the season for me, watching Tails brush his teeth in more the Tony Rose. Than, than, than watching, watching those, those, those players in the pits. So, yeah. But yeah, we, there's we more important good. things than football, you know, as much as we talked about it for the last 40 minutes. There's more important things than football, and there's people that are genuinely going to be suffering in the cold, long winter months, you know, with not having food, sleeping, sleeping rough, struggling to survive. I did it once in far superior conditions to what they'll do in. I had layers on, I was in a sleeping bag, I was freezing cold. It was it was just horrible, you know, and they have to worry about the safety above everything else when when they're sleeping rough as well. The villa kitchen will provide them with some form of relief and make you know what tough lives for these people will make their life better just by having having a meal. So yeah, I did the sleep out in that name of the Villa Foundation for Villa Kitchen. The link should be hopefully in the description of this video. It's all over my Twitter and Instagram as well. If you can spare anything, even if a few people just, just donate me a pound. Everyone, if everyone who watched this video donate a pound. Brilliant. You know, that would make some serious money for the foundation. Thanks to everyone that has sponsored me already because there's been, been a lot of you and I've done all right, done well so far. I'm happy with the amount of raise, but I'd love to raise even more for the Villa Foundation and the Villa Kitchen. So if you can, please, please look out for the link in the description. Go on my social media. Please, please sponsor me and support the foundation because they work hard and they're doing some wonderful stuff for the people of Birmingham. So yeah, thanks for watching the video. We'll have a match preview at the end of the week for the Chelsea game. I'm already looking forward to that one. Thanks for tuning in tonight. If you're tuning in after as well, th thanks for watching. Hopefully you've taken something away from the video. It won't be enjoyment, but, you know, just seeing two Villa fans stressed, having a chat. Hopefully it's helped in some way. Thanks very much. Up the Villa. Podcast Network.